0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Metalcore More podcast. I'm your host, Metalcore Mike, and this is episode four. Yes, four weeks, four weeks of doing this podcast. And to recap what the last three weeks leading up to this episode It has been so much fun. You know, when I post this podcast, when I, make, when I make my shows, the app that I make my shows on shows me each week how many people have listened to the show. And honestly, I will say this. Amounts of listeners do not bother me. I went from 15 to 6 to 4. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay because... You know, some people don't really like to listen to podcasts or people talk about music. Because music is... Such a huge deal in everybody's life It it changes people's lives And it has done that for me In the past 33 years of my existence Music has been a big part of my life for the past 20 years I should really say Because that's when I started playing it I really embraced music And listening to um, Bands Back in 8th, ninth grade I remember my very first rock album was the first Disturbed record. And the only reason why I got that record is because Stone Cold Steve Austin from the WWE at WrestleMania 17 came down to his music, his regular music, but it had a heavier rock to it, you know, and here Disturbed did his theme song and i thought okay i'm gonna go get the album i'm gonna hear this song i'm super excited i'm gonna blast the shit out of this thing but then it ended up not being on the album but i still listened to it still did i was like you know what i'm into hip-hop i'm into rap everything like that and i bought the disturbed record Now, for those of you who know me, Breaking Benjamin's my favorite band. Linkin Park has been, you know, right up there as, you know, second favorite. Love Linkin Park, still too, still do to this day. You know, um, but I can honestly sit here and say that Disturbed was the band that got it started for me. By getting that record and just constantly listening to it. And then my second record was the Linkin Park Hybrid Theory record. But then it just went on and on from there. And I started getting into it. I got the very first Papa Roach record, Saliva, Puddle of Mud, Hubba's Tank, Story of the Year. You know, I just was getting into bands upon bands upon bands. And grew to love metal music and rock and punk. And I still listen to the hip-hop stuff, as many of you know that have listened to the show. I've expressed, you know, how I feel about pop music and rap music and R&B. But metal has taken over for me. For the past twenty years now, and I'm excited. And a lot of the bands I started, you know, started off with, are still around, still doing it, still kicking. Disturbed, you know, Papa Roach, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, Three Days Grace. A lot of the bands that that got it started for me, and I can honestly say I have had the pleasure. Of seeing a lot of them. A lot of those bands. Now, with that being said. Today's show, tonight's show. Is based on the topic of cover songs. Now, a lot of people that are not into the rock genre a lot of people that aren't into like hip-hop army, whatever genre you're not into, there's always that one artist, or 10, or 20, or 100, that takes somebody else's song and put their twist on it. Now, just to let you guys know, it's not a cover-up. It's a cover song. I've heard people use the term cover-up. And I always say, if it was a cover-up, Then it was just a reason for them Because they didn't feel very confident about their own music That's What I would call a cover up But a lot of bands that do Covers Cover songs They do it because they don't only connect to that song in their own way But they want to put their twist on it. They want to, you know, say, I wonder what this song would sound like if we rocked it out. I wonder what this song would sound like if we, you know, played it at a club. You know, I just recently heard a remixed dub version of um, Last Resort by Papa Roach and wasn't a huge fan of it. The tempo was super slow, it was a shit ton of bass. A lot of computer work done into it. I was not a fan of it. And when artists take their own songs and kind of do shit like that, I wouldn't say they lose their credibility. I wouldn't say they lose their respect. But I would say, in some sort of sense, they lost their fucking minds. Because I honestly did not... Enjoy that dubbed out version. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have. But when I heard this, I just said to myself, because obviously I don't know Jacoby or any of the guys from Papa Roach. But if I did, I would have said, what the fuck are you doing? Why did you take one of your most iconic songs and dub it out like that? I don't get it. I just didn't get it. I just couldn't understand why they did that to that song. It was, it's a, and everybody that knows Pop Roach, you know that Last Resort is probably the very first Pop Roach song that you've ever heard in your life. I know it was my first Pop Roach song I've ever heard in my life. So, today we're going to talk about cover songs. We're going to talk about songs that artists did. And there's two bands that have a hell of a lot of covers. Usually bands do maybe one or two covers in their career. But these two bands have tended to do a cover song for every pretty much every album that they've written. So we're going to dig deep into the cover song stuff today. We're going to talk about A whole heap of things, because this is one month, and we're off to the races. I wouldn't say we're off to the races. I mean, I'm not trying to race or catch up to anybody, but y'all know what I mean. Y'all understand. Mike's just trying to have some fun, trying to give his POV on some music, something that I'm very passionate about. I love music, and I love you know, I love I love when bands do cover songs because sometimes it brings out another side of that band. So we're going to talk about the cover song stuff tonight and we're going to dig into other things. Cuz you know that we don't only talk about just music. We talk about movies, TV shows, life. That's why it's called metalcore more. I had somebody ask me the other day, why did you come up with the name Metalcore More? Don't you just talk about Metalcore music? I said, no. I said, Metalcore and More. Think of it. Think of that for a second. If I sat here and talked about Metalcore music the whole time, y'all would be bored. I'm not saying y'all ain't bored at sometimes with this podcast, but y'all would be bored if I sat here and just talked about Metalcore for 60 minutes. Fifty-five minutes, forty-eight minutes. Y'all be like, I can't, I can't listen to this. You gotta change it up. You gotta have different topics other than just the bigger spectrum of the title of your show. So we're gonna sit back and relax tonight, and we're gonna talk about some cover songs, some songs that, you know, I. Hold dear and personal to my life. And talk about some cover songs that... Artists that done... Artists done... That have impacted... Life... Of its own. And impacted people. So when we get back from this short break... We're going to dive in. We're going to dive in. Because remember, ladies and gentlemen... It is not a cover up. It's a cover song. So I was sitting thinking today, you know, episode four of this podcast, and I'm like, what are we going to talk about? What am am I going to talk about, I should say, because I talk about anything and everything under the sun. You know, I talk about music, movies, TV, pro wrestling, life, my personal life, my lovable puppy, Summer, who's literally staring at me trying to get on my recliner right now, sitting here. Just talking and she's looking at me like, Dad, can I please sit up there with you? So I was I was thinking, like, what am I gonna do tonight? I was like, Alright, I'm gonna do some covers cover song stuff. I'm gonna talk about some cover songs because that's something that we really haven't touched base on too too much in the past three weeks. And I thought, you know, we're gonna have some fun tonight. This is this is episode four. I'm very excited. I really hope my listeners are excited that you know, I'm doing this. I mean, I, I had a a podcaster who's semi-established message me out of the blue, out of the blue the other day and said, you know, awesome show. I like your show. And I said, thank you for the feedback. I appreciate it. I appreciate positive feedback. I appreciate negative feedback because I like to know what people think. I like to know. I mean, it's not going to break me down. It's not going to make me upset if people are negative. It just gives me an opportunity to reconstruct some of the platform on what I'm doing. And this podcaster messaged me. He says, you know, dude, you're doing such an awesome job. He's like, I listen to all your shows. And I said to him, I only have three shows. And he said, yeah, you have three shows and I've listened to all of them. And I said, okay. And he said, and they're great. And I'm like, well, thank you. I appreciate that feedback, but what, what is wrong with it? And he said, honestly, absolutely nothing. There is not one music podcast out there that does what I do. And I was super excited about that because I'm doing something different than what other people do. And I think that's exciting for everybody in life. When you could do something that's exciting and new and fresh... You get excited about stuff like that. Everybody does. You know, just for, like, example, I have a tattoo that I got done last year. And nobody else has this tattoo. Why? Because it's custom. It's a custom tattoo. Now, I let somebody take a picture of it the other day. And I asked them, please do not leak it on the internet. Guaranteed, they probably did. They probably took a picture and said, holy shit, this guy has a badass Pokemon tattoo on his left arm. And probably posted it. But it's okay now. I'm okay with it because it's been on my arm for a year. It's something that was made for me. And if somebody else wants it, then I'm okay with that. I'm okay to the fact that if somebody else wants to get a tattoo, that was put on my body first. So it it's really just an awesome thing. This person came on to say, you know, don't change your platform. Have fun with it, you know. And I said, that's all I'm doing. I said, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. And I'm enjoying sitting here and talking about music. And I'm you know, very stoked that people are listening. And people that are listening across the nation. Just like my buddy Old Gun out in California. That was exciting. Because I didn't think... In three weeks that this thing was going to get across the nation. So I sat here the other day as well and thought about, you know, what I can call my listeners. What I can call you guys. What I got to give you guys a nickname. And I came up with one. So you guys are officially the Metalcore Mosh Pit. You guys are the Metalcore Mosh Pit. That is my nickname for you guys. You know, everybody has nicknames for things. Like, you watch, you know, Pro Wrestling, WWE, they have the WWE Universe. And one of my favorite shows on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Busted Open, on, you know, the Fight Station, they call their uh, listeners the Busted Open Nation. Well, I'm going to call you guys the Metalcore Mosh Pit because it's fitting. And I appreciate the ones who do listen to this. And I appreciate the people who have not yet listened to this podcast. Because even just joining me on this journey, whether it's through one of my social media platforms or simply listening to this podcast, your support's there and I appreciate it. So, I sat, and I sat back today and I was like, what am I going to talk about tonight? I was like, i got to do cover song stuff. I mean, we haven't digged too deep into cover song stuff. I know I've mentioned some cover songs. So, we're going to break down some cover songs. Starting with In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Now, years ago, the band Nonpoint did the cover. And it was skeptical at first. A lot of people were like, oh, it sounds good. Oh, it sounds bad. Oh, it's 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 okay. It had a lot of feedback. And I've heard a lot of people say good things, and I've heard a lot of people say negative things, and I've heard a lot of people have just that neutral decision on how they felt about the song. But then 2017 comes around, and in this moment drops a new record. In the month of July, and... They had "In the air tonight on the record, and people heard it and was like, "What the fuck? This doesn't sound that good." And I will say this: in this moment did a, a, a pretty good job on this cover song. I think they could have picked a different song to do if they wanted to fill a cover song into the record, but "In the Air Tonight" was fitting for them just for the fact of the record and the story that the record was telling. Maria Brink has an amazing fucking voice. I call her the queen of metal because she is just killer. She is just one of those artists that, you know, no other female artist, I think, can duplicate her. And I'm not taking anything away from, um, from Lindsay Hale. She's an amazing vocalist as well. But you're talking about two different dynamics of pitches and tones, and, you know, in this moment, they have that, that melodic feel, that whole dark feel of, like, uh, it's easy to describe in a sense, but I'm kind of biting my tongue on how it, how I'm really trying to say it right now, but... You take Hailstorm and they are just a hard hitting, like I'm gonna smack you in your face. And I'm not gonna run. I wanna see what your reaction is. That's that's pretty much what Hailstorm is. And Lizzie Hale has just personified a hard hitting female vocalist in rock that does not need to have a deep scream voice and i'm not coming down on any female vocalists in the metal or rock scene that do that i'm not because there's a lot of female artists that i like i like butcher babies they're fucking phenomenal um ginger i i like ginger um you know obviously maria brink the queen, queen of metal music And there's so much more, so many more female vocalists that they do utilize more of the growl than cleaning their vocals up. And Lizzie Hale brought that intensity with keeping her vocals clean. And that's what makes her so awesome. Um, But back to the, the song at hand in the air tonight by Phil Collins such an iconic song and you know you've seen this song float around many many places you know like in the movie The Hangover 2 or or I'm sorry Hangover 1 my god because yeah they stole the stole the tiger from Mr. Mike Tyson himself <laughs> and they had to get it back and Mike was in the, uh, the condo the suite that they were staying in and you know, tell everybody, hold on, best part's coming up. And then you hit that, do 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 And it's like, wow. Like, Phil went from playing, you know, piano, walked over and hopped behind the drum kit and started jamming out. And he would always take that iconic long walk. He would always have both instruments on separate sides of the spectrum of the stage and Take that long, iconic walk over to the drum set. And that's something you don't see with Nonpoint in this moment when they play these songs live. Because they don't they don't have that dynamic to do it. They have different ways of doing it. And it's their own special way. But if I had to choose between the two bands which one I liked more, I'd have to go Nonpoint. Nonpoint really took that song and made it their own in a sense and they put their own dynamics into it and you know they really did outdo it and when in this moment did it I was super surprised super surprised to see that they did in this in the air tonight Moving on to other cover songs um I prevailed doing blank spaces by Taylor Swift Now the one thing I did mention weeks ago Was about cover bands, or I'm sorry, bands doing cover songs of other genres of music, and you know they there is a there's a CD, an album record, a record that they come out with I think once a year called Pop Pop Goes Punk, and a lot of you know metalcore bands and you know pop rock bands and stuff do cover songs. For this record. One of my favorite cover songs of all time. Would have to be Down. I think the name of the song is Down. By Asking Alexandria. Even if the sky is falling down. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Um, actually I don't think Asking Alexandria did that one. I think they actually did something different, but the cover song the day actually did was my is my favorite cover song, probably of all time, just the dynamics of the song and how they did it but coming back to the thought of you know I prevail, you got to think you sat back and they had an EP out and people really didn't mention too much about them but once they did blank spaces by Taylor Swift that was it. You know, they took off. And now they dropped their new record about two months ago, and it's phenomenal. It's a great record. It's not something that I really listen to every day. But I will take songs from it and listen to one each day. So, just think of what cover songs can do for artists. I mean... Blank Space is by Taylor Swift. That really put I Prevail on the map. In my eyes. In my eyes it did. In a lot of other people's eyes. Maybe it didn't. But that song I would have to say. Really put them on the map. Because not only did they give you the song. They gave you a music video. And the music video was just them in studio. And it was really cool. We touched base on. Two bands doing the same cover song. And there are bands that do the same cover song. And another song that stands out to me. That I noticed two bands as of recent do this as a cover. Is the song Dream On by Aerosmith. And as of recent Blacktop Mojo did a cover of it. But the one thing I did not know was the band Train did it as well. I was sitting in my doctor's office on Monday because I have a doctor's appointment that I go to once a week and I was watching, they had a like a music TV station on and it was showing Train live. And... I sat down after checking in and all I heard was the piano playing. I'm like, is this blacktop mojo? Like this is dream on. I didn't know. And then I was like, no, that's train. And I've never watched anything live that train did. So I sat there and I was just in shock and awe on how good they are live. And I would not mind seeing them live. I would actually pay for a ticket to see train live because they were really, really good. But when I go back on the song Dream On, both Blacktop Mojo and Train did this song phenomenally. I couldn't sit here and tell you which band did it best because they both just knocked it out of the park. And it's crazy because you don't get that a lot. A lot of bands, and we go back to you know In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins... And within this moment of nonpoint, doing it, you, you, know, you can literally sit there and pick who you think did a better rendition of it. But when it came down to Blacktop Mojo and Train, both doing Dream I was like, wow. Like, holy crap. They both sounded amazing. I can't pick who did it better. I can't. Now, I know other bands have also done Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. But if I had to sit here and say who did it the best, I would have to say Korn. They did all three parts. They played every note. They they literally did every note. Just rocked it out a little more. Brought it to the modern time of 2004. And not 1970-something whenever Pink Floyd did it. And that's not a knock on Pink Floyd because I love me some Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd was literally one of the more older style of rock music bands, psychedelic rock at that, that really led me into like listening to older bands. Like Rush. And just when corn introduced us to another brick in the wall, their version of it, it was like, "Holy hell, what this is just holy shit, fucking awesome and i had the i've I've had the pleasure of seeing them perform this song three times live, and every time was just phenomenally done, amazingly done. And Jonathan Davis just put so much of his, 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 his energy, his, his smack dab in the face you know, energy into the song. And it was just amazingly done. Even to this day, 15 years later, I still listen to it. I can't get enough of it because they did that song so well. It all came down even to the solo. The guitar solo, that epic guitar solo in the middle. Just done perfect. So, when we get back, I'm going to take a little bit of a short break here. When we get back, we are going to keep digging into the cover song stuff. Because, like I said in the open, there are two bands... That have not only done one cover song, not only have done two cover songs. They have done a combined 45 cover songs, I believe. So when we get back, we're going to kick back into gear with cover songs. And then later on in the show, talk about these two bands who have the most cover songs that have ever been done. Right here on Metalcore More. If you plan on moving to the Lehigh Valley area or simply visiting, family, friends, you know, we got the holidays coming up. One of my favorite holidays, Halloween. I love Halloween. We got Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. Nothing's Nothing says a great day but turkey and football. And then we got everybody's favorite. And if it's not your favorite, then there's something wrong. Christmas. Why? Because we get to celebrate, hang out with our families, hang out with our friends, and we get gifts. And speaking of gifts, if you have somebody that wants to get a tattoo done or wants to get a piercing done, head over to Critical Claim Tattoo, 3035 Lehigh Street, Allentown, Pennsylvania, 18103. Everybody over there, I will tell you this right now, you walk in there and they will make you feel like family. The first time I ever stepped foot in the shop, they made me feel like family. They made me feel like somebody who has been going there for years. It's not like all these other shops that you walk into and be like, hey, what up, dude? What up, chick? What do you want? And then you show them what you want, and they say, all right, it's going to be this much, and then they overprice you. You No, if you go to Critical Acclaim Tattoo, you're going to get a great deal in your money worth, the money's worth of getting a tattoo done. And if you're getting a piercing done, they do a great job as well. Very, very sterile. Very, very clean. Very, very bright. Not like walking into another shop that doesn't have... The greatest of lighting. You walk in, it's so dark in there. No. You're not going to get treated just as you know somebody who walked in that wants to get something done and leave. No. You're going to walk into Critical Liam Tattoo and they're going to make you feel like family. They're going to accept you right away. So head on over if you want to get some work done for yourself or you want to get a gift certificate for the, that loved one or that friend. Because of the holiday's coming up, it's a great stocking stuffer. Critical Claim Tattoo, 3035 Lehigh Street, Allentown, Pennsylvania, 18103. And if you can't make it into the shop to make an appointment, you can simply call them, 610-433-8282. They will get you into their books, and they will help you schedule an appointment, and they will take care of you. I guarantee. Critical Claim Tattoo, 3035 Lehigh Street, Allentown, Pennsylvania, 18103. And for information, or you like to schedule an appointment, call 610-433-8282. So we're sitting here talking about cover songs, and you know, some of the some of the great cover songs that are out there um, usually get done by bands more than once. And that leads me into talking about the bands that have done probably the most cover songs ever. And I'm talking about Five Finger Death Punch and Disturbed. Five Finger Death Punch has done about 20 to 25 cover songs. Bad Company by Bad Company. Gone Away by The Offspring. Mama Said Knock You Out by LL Cool J. Blue on Black with Kenny Wayne Shepherd, which is a big hit right now. We Will Rock You by Queen, Champagne Supernova by Oasis, Baby by Justin Bieber, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden, Thunder Kiss 65 by White Zombie, and so much more. And when you go see Five Finger Death Punch and they do these songs live, it's it's amazing. And even when you listen to them on record, it's like, holy crap, like... They've done such an amazing job on the song. And some of them, you're just like, how did they even do it? Because of their sound and, and their dynamics. But they do it. You 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 make it happen. And a lot of people that, that criticize it are like, man, it's not their sound. It doesn't sound good. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, look back on the last record. They did Gone Away by The Offspring. A song that has somewhat of a faster tempo than what Five Finger Death Punch did. They slowed it down a little bit. But it's still an amazing version. I love it. I've had the pleasure of being able to see it last summer. When they were on tour with Breaking Benjamin and Bad Wolves and nothing more. It did an amazing job. And people criticize it. It's like, how can you talk bad on something that you had no part of? I could see that if you were, you know, if you were in the band and you made and you weren't happy with it and you said, Oh, it sounds like shit. Now, I will say I'm guilty of of you know saying whether something sounds like Garbage or shit or whatever you want to say. But I don't use that term a lot. If I don't like a song, then I will say, you know what, I didn't enjoy that. You know, this goes back to, you know, when Asking Alexandria earlier this summer released the song, The Violence. Wasn't a huge fan of it at first. But then I seen them play it live about two weeks ago, and it was just amazing. It was phenomenal. They kicked the set off with that song. And they killed it, and literally from that moment on, I was like, oh my god. Like, I was not a huge fan of this song up until now. Like, this is freaking awesome. Like, this was a great song to kick this set off with. And that's the thing, is you have your opinions on songs. And sometimes, just like me with the violence, it takes a couple listens to. To really dig into it and really say, you know what, I do enjoy this. I enjoy this song. And that's how a lot of people feel about Five Finger Death Punch when they do their covers. At first, there, you know, people are like, oh, this it didn't sound good, I didn't like it. But eventually you're gonna be like, you know what? I really liked how they did this. Because guarantee, when that happens, nine times out of ten, it's because you've seen them do it live. And you enjoyed the live version of it. I've had many occasions where that's happened. Where I was like, I didn't like the the, the cover. But then when I seen it live, it was like a whole different perspective. Now, we switch gears over to Disturbed. Disturbed did over 28 cover songs in their career. And guarantee, when they have a new record drop, probably in another year or so. They're going to do another one. You look back on all the records and they at least have one cover song on there. But they've done cover songs like Land of Confusion by Genesis, Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel, which is, which is a huge song. Everybody loved it. Shout 2000 by Tears for Fears, Walk by Pantera, Black by Seven Dust, Baby O'Reilly by The Who, Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. Still haven't found what you're looking for by U2 and Blind by Corn and just so many more that Disturbed has done. And again, Dave Draymond, I mean you you if you've never seen Disturbed Live, I will say this right now. Dave Draymond is not lip singing. He is really singing. He just sounds that amazing to where he sounds like he does on the record. And sometimes he sounds better. But even when he does these songs, these cover songs, he knocks it out of the park. He really does. And he puts his own little twist to it when he sings that. And it's just dynamically amazing. Amazing. How he does it. So. You look at. Other bands that have done. These songs as well. That. You know bands that like Five Finger Death Punch and Disturbed. Having as many covers. There's other bands that have done. These songs that they've covered. But I'm sorry, the band that originally did it sounded better. And that takes it back to the In This Moment Nonpoint. Nonpoint originally did the In the Air cover, and it sounded better. And then sometimes you get stuck into the predicament of, you know, like Blacktop Mojo and Train, who both did Dream On, and they both sounded amazing. But I don't think any cover song that Five Finger, Death Punch, or Disturbed did that other bands have done, I, I don't think they've really come too close to what those bands have done. And that's not a knock on the other bands that have tried to do these songs. Because, you know, a lot of the times it's bands that are, you know, local acts and they want to, you know, get over and, and put themselves in a great position. Just like uh, my good friends, uh, the band Skylight Heights. They did a show here uh, in the Lehigh Valley a few months back. And they did a cover rendition of Alone in a Room by Asking Alexandria. And they knocked it out of the park. They did such an amazing job with it. And I'm not saying that just because I know the guys and I and I know them personally. I'm saying that as an open minded musician, an open minded, you know, passionate music, music, you know, person who's passionate about music. I'm not just going to say that they're good with it because of the fact that I know them. That's not going to happen. I'm going to give my actual feedback, and they did an amazing job with it. But a lot of people just have the tension and reaction of saying, oh, this band did a shitty job on this cover. Like, what do you mean? Like, they put the time and effort in to try and do this and try and give people a little bit of an updated version of this song so you can enjoy it. So when we get back, there's... Two more songs, two more cover songs that really have influenced me in a sense. Well, one out of the two that have influenced me. Because it, it's very, very dear to the meaning of, for me personally. For things that I've been through personally. And the other one is just a really fun cover song that a band, my favorite metalcore band, did. So when I get back from this short little break, we are going to kick into these two songs... And then we will close out the night here on the Metalcore More Podcast. So like I said before the break, there was two more songs that I really wanted to cover on here. No pun intended. (laughs) But one was Motionless and White's version of Duhas by Rammstein. Motionless and White is my favorite Metalcore band. And just hearing them do... This version was awesome because of the fact that they stuck to the original. They did it in German. And that was one cool thing that Ramstein does. I'm just going to say Ramstein because I'm not going to keep trying to. Ram, Ramstein. But the cool thing that Ramstein does is they do their albums in German and then they make a record that's completely English. And that's what's really cool about that band. A lot of bands don't really get to do that. I mean, you have bands from Sweden and. You know, all different parts of the world. But they only do records in their native language. They don't do it in English or anything else. And it's understandable. It's respectable. You know, I respect it. Because you could still enjoy a lot of songs from other bands that do records in their own language. You can still enjoy it because it's just the musicianship, the, the drive, the... You know, what they did for that song. It's just awesome. Now, the one song, and and just to let y'all know, Motionless in White is my favorite metalcore band. But the one song I wanted to talk about, last but not least, was the, the zombie cover from Bad Wolves. The song by the Cranberries. For those of you who didn't know, the Cranberries originally wrote the song Zombie. Bad Wolves covered it. And what I read, which is crazy, I don't know how true this is. But what I read was the day that the singer from the Cranberries was supposed to go into the studio and join Bad Wolves on this song, she passed away. It's just really sad because you know when we, and that's one thing, and I'm gonna get into talking about life here for a second is. You know, a lot of people sit there and, and, and when a famous person passes away, all we really look at is what they've done as attributes in the industry that they're in. We don't think of them of anything in real life, like, oh, you know, they had a family, they had kids, they had a husband, they had a wife. No, we talk about, oh, this record was awesome, and this song was the best, and this is how many awards they won. Like, this is that's the shit that people just focus on. But they don't focus on, you know, what happened to the person and how they passed. You know, as of recent, we've been losing musicians to suicide because of depression and anxiety. We've been losing artists to overdose and addiction. We've been losing artists to, you know, unknown sources, natural causes, heart attacks, strokes, everything. And it's sad either way. I remember two years ago when Chester Bennington passed away, everybody was like, oh, Chester, you know, killed himself. It's like, why are you talking shit? Number one, you sat here, you know, two, three months ago and talked about how good the new record was. How good the Lincoln Park right, and you want to sit there and talk shit on Chester Bennington because he took his own life you know and, and this man was such a pioneer, such and I still think he is to this day still a pioneer to the rock community and to others, to other communities because he's such an influence, he was one of my influences. One of my influences in music to sing and have fun and enjoy it. Love it. And I remember the day that he passed away. It was super sad. I, I was really sad because I was on vacation. I was coming, getting ready to come home from my vacation in Florida. And what's really crazy is in 2004, I went to Florida when I graduated high school. My parents were like, oh, this is your graduation. Gift. We're taking you to Disney World. I was like, this is awesome. A lot of my friends, you know, 17, 18, 19, oh, you're going to Disney World, you know place for kids I'm like it's not a place for kids it's a place for family because it's fun and you get to be a kid you don't have to worry about being a fucking adult you can have fun you know put the adulting in their back pocket and not worry about it for a week or however long you go for but it was cool because I went there and there was this this thrift uh, not thrift shop uh, this flea market and this place did customized t-shirts and one of the cool things about the customized t shirts was you can put your picture in with anybody you want. So, of course, I picked Linkin Park and it made it the person made me look like I was in the band. That's how cool this picture was. If I can f- ever find that t shirt, I will post a picture of it on my Facebook page at Metalcore Mike because it was really, really cool. And then 13 years later, I go to Florida again, and literally seven days after my birthday, Chester Bennington took his life, and I remember it, I was in a steakhouse, had to use the bathroom, I went in, you know, you sit there, you take a shit, you're going to be on your phone, obviously, and if there's any ladies watching this, don't tell me you don't do that shit. All guys, I mean, sorry, we can admit it. You know, no, I'm not sorry. You know, because I admit it. If I was going to apologize for that, then I wouldn't be human because, you know, if I'm saying sorry for going to the bathroom, you know, it's pretty bad. But everybody sits there on their phone. So me, I was sitting there and I went on my Twitter and I was like, this person tweeted out, you know, breaking news Chester Pennington found dead in his home, hung himself. I was like, this can't be real. So I went on TMZ's website and it said, breaking news, Chester Bennington dies from suicide. Turned on Octane Sirius XM in my car. You know, And the whole drive, the whole 18-hour drive home from Florida, I had that station on because they were just tributing Chester Bennington and Lincoln Park. And... I used to drive for Uber. I used to do some driving for Uber and, you know, not saying that I'm fully done with it. I might do it in the future. But I had, uh, the, day, the day that, uh, you know, Conor McGregor faced Floyd Mayweather, I was Ubering that night. and I picked up a couple of people from this bar and this guy gets in my car and I'm listening to Linkin Park. He's like, oh, Chester Bennington, he's a fucking coward, took his own life. Like, really? Like, okay, you're going to take shots at somebody who's dealing with mental health issues. Somebody who's super depressed and had anxiety and just, you know, no matter how much he tried to get himself help and take care of himself, it just got to be too much. And a lot of people can say that's no fucking excuse. Yeah, it may not be an excuse. But when you are at the peak and the high level of life that you're living as an artist, that shit catches up to you. And sometimes the help that you're going to get isn't the help that's helping you. And you get to be painful. And you get to, you know, you get to those points, I should say, not get to be. You get to the point where you are in pain. You are in agony. You are just ready to just not be in the position you're in anymore. Now, is there other ways he could have done, you know, ways to find a solution of, of you know, helping himself out? Yes. But he made his choice. And I love Linkin Park. I love Chester Bennington. I really... Don't give a fuck. I'm not going to sit here and bash the guy. Bash a guy who has not only all the credentials in the world that he has as far as a musician, because not only as a musician, but a fundraiser for so many good causes. He's also a family man. He left behind kids and his wife, his family, his brothers. His bandmates. And yeah, it was his choice. Now, could he have chosen wisely, you know, wisely a different other way? Yes. But don't sit there and bash the guy. He was suffering. He had a lot going on in his mind and he, it, it took over on him. And to this day, I still think about you know, what Linkin Park could have done because not only did they write very good music, amazing fucking music, but they covered a lot of good stuff too. Probably one of my favorite, favorite cover songs they ever did was the song Wish. And I forget the artist I was by. But they just did such an amazing job with it. So, to sit here and bash somebody, if you you sit there and bash, to this day people bash him. To this day people bash Chris Cornell. And it's just sad. Because these human souls, they brought us such beautiful music. And you can connect to it. As somebody that suffers from mental health issues, anxiety, depression, I connect with Lincoln Park's music. I connect with Chester's written, what Mike has written. Because some of the stuff I have experienced, maybe not to the high degree that Chester did. But I did I, I do relate to it. And to bash a guy for you know ending his life. Because it got to be too much for him. You know, you could be angry, but in life we make choices. And they may not be the best choices. They may not be the smartest, and some of them could be the best fucking choice you've ever made. But don't bash a guy for made it making a choice. Because he was not feeling good. He was not good mentally. Physically I'm not sure of, but mentally is the big key because your mentality, your mind, you get one mind, you get one life, you get one heart. Now me, I you know, a lot of people say that me, I believe in reincarnation. So I believe that, you know, when it is my time, I'm gonna come back as something. Whether it's a tree in the ground, a whale in the ocean, or somebody's pet. I'm gonna become something different my soul is going to go into something different and be something else now to get back to the bad wolves and doing zombies I got, I've had the pleasure of seeing them perform zombies and it, just, the, just the just the energy and just the emotion that was put into them doing this song it was just so beautiful It was so amazing Because it's to give us the reminder of the people that we've lost that we loved. Not only famous people, but loved ones, family members, people that we've lost and maybe have lost too soon. And literally, this would have to be my top favorite cover song. I know I said about corn and another brick in the wall, but literally, Bad Wolves and Zombie, they just did it amazingly. And just the meaning behind the song and just you literally cried. I I had a tear in my eye when they were done performing this song. And you've seen the singer. You've seen, seen him get into he bursted into tears. Because it was just the raw emotion of a song. Literally has to be my favorite cover of all time. As of right now, as we stand, because there are great ones out there, like you know Blacktop Mojo and Train both doing Dream On, or Nonpoint doing In the Air Tonight, which was a better version, and even Corn doing another Brick in the Wall. Hell, Lincoln Park doing Wish, crawling, uh, um, not crawling in the deep, uh, the song by Adele that they did. It's fucking amazing. And I'd just like to apologize for the language that has been used in this show tonight. But that's what I mean by how music can be emotionally invested by somebody. Because there's a passion for it and there's a love. And people connect very well to music. You could sit there and say, holy fuck, this song really connects with me because of this. There was a song off the Godsmack record When Legends Rise last year that I connected with. Was seeing somebody. I connected with her. And she just chose to just not bother with me anymore. And this song really hit me hard. And I thought about her. Am I over her? Yes, I am. I'm over her. It's been too It's been long. I'm, I'm over her I have spoken to her a few times over the past year year and a half since we have not hung out we have spoken and I never told her I was you know upset to the fact that she blew me off because she was talking to me so I can't be mad I can be mad but I choose not to be I should say because there's no reason for it There'd Be no reason for it just to be upset about something from that I had no control over anymore you move forward as a human being. So, just think of what music, just think of not only what bands do traditionally, but think about the cover songs that they do. And I'm going to talk about that real quick in my after this uh, minute or two break that I'm going to take here. I'm going to come back. We're going to close out tonight's show. We're going to talk about some of the cool things going on this week leading into next week's show. I have some pretty cool ideas for next week's show, so stay tuned here on the Metalcore More Podcast. If you plan on moving to the Lehigh Valley area or just plan on visiting family or friends, we got the holidays coming up. One of my favorites, Halloween. I love Halloween. We got Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, and we also got pretty much everybody's favorite holiday because of the fact you get cool presents. Christmas well just think of the stocking stuffers ladies and gentlemen that you can get for that friend or family or that loved one that wants to get a tattoo or a piercing head over to Critical Acclaim Tattoo on 3035 Lehigh Street in Allentown Pennsylvania 18103 you walk into the shop they're going to make you feel like family I guarantee it I walked into the shop a few years ago and I instantly felt like I was part of their family and ever since then I have been I am part of the Critical Acclaim family and so should you It's not like going into other shops and they say, Hey, what's up, dude? What up, chick? What do you want to get? And you show them what you want, and then they say, Oh, I'll charge you this. And you sit there thinking, Wow, really? This doesn't even seem like it's that much. Well, you go to Critical Acclaim Tattoo, I guarantee you, you will get your money's worth and then some. And if you want to get a piercing done or you need some jewelry, they have that as well. Just head over to Critical Acclaim Tattoo on 3035 Lehigh Street, Allentown, Pennsylvania, 18103. And if you can't make it over there, you can simply call and make an appointment and get some info. 610-433-8282. That's 610-433-8282 to make an appointment or get some information. At Critical Acclaim Tattoo, 3035 Lehigh Street, Allentown, Pennsylvania, 18103. And again, the phone number 610-433-8282. So this was a really, really fun night here tonight on the metal more podcast we talked about cover cover songs that bands have done and there's so much out there you know i'm sure that if you you know youtube a song i guarantee somebody's doing a cover of it somewhere and the reason why they're doing it is because they connect with that song or it's simply it's fun and they put their own little twist on it and they make the most they give the emotion that they're putting behind it and that's what's great about cover songs You know, some people do it for fun, some people do it for the emotion of it, but either or, music is a beautiful, beautiful outlet for those who need something to help them. And whether it's doing an original or doing a cover song, you're doing it, you're making music. And that leaves me here to close out tonight. Don't be afraid to go after something. Don't be afraid to try something new. I've been doing this podcast now for four weeks. And this is something new for me. And it's a new platform. It's a new way for me to speak about something. Talk about something that I'm very passionate about. And I'm not talking about just music. I'm talking about TV stuff. And movies. And you know wrestling. And just life of itself. I have my great days. My good days. My bad days. And my terrible days. A lot of people sit there and say, Oh, you have your good days and your bad. Well, you have... Your greats, your goods, your okays, your bads, and your terribles. You have those levels of days. So don't be afraid that if you're having a bad day or terrible day to talk about it. Speak up. There's always somebody to listen to. Always somebody to listen to. And if you need somebody to talk to, you can always hit me up on the social media. Social media is a very, very huge tool. As I talked about last week, how the times changed. And how pop culture is taken over, and so did social media. So, if you're having any type of emotions that you need somebody to talk to, hit me up on the inst- on Instagram at Metalcore Mike. You want to hit me up on Twitter at Metalcore Mike. You want to hit me up on Snapchat at Metalcore Mike eighty six, or you can hit me on Facebook at Metalcore Mike. I'm very easy to find. You need somebody to talk to. But that's going to end tonight's show. Very, very fun, I'm very, very thankful that i'm in the in the position I am with the show you know' four weeks in, and yeah, you know the listeners, the views, whatever you want to call them they downgraded a little bit from week one from fifteen to six to four, and I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but you know what I'm thankful for those of you who do listen and I'm thankful for those of you who do not listen because if you are following me on social media, you are showing respect and you're showing you know, the love and and the following, and I appreciate that, even if you don't listen to the show. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I thank you. I thank you all for showing your support, and I'm so happy to be doing this, and I'm so excited for the future. Very excited for the future. And this is very fun, and this, as I talked about music being an outlet, this is an outlet for me. This is an outlet for me to come on here for about an hour, tonight's show a little longer, but this is now for me to open my open my mind and open my mouth and speak about stuff that I, I love and I'm passionate about. And even talk about the things that are going on that, you know, maybe bothering me a little bit. But this gives that outlet, and I appreciate those who do listen. And I appreciate those who just follow me on on, on the social media and don't listen to the show. It's okay. I'm not mad about that. So a lot of cool things coming up this week. We got football season right around the corner. I'm excited college football started tonight. It is Thursday night, August 29th. Uh college football started. Awesome. Super excited. We got the NFL coming around the corner. Fly Eagles fly. That's right. I am an Eagles fan. We got hockey coming up soon in October, which is very exciting. We got the NBA, you know, gonna be kicking into full gear soon. A lot of cool things happening. A lot of tours that are happening too. Got the Octane Accelerator Tour, Ice Nine Kills. One of my favorite, favorite metalcore bands. Awake at Last is on that tour. Fit for a King, Light the Torch. Some awesome, awesome bands on that tour. Star Set's going to start going on a tour. I love Star Set. Probably going to go check those guys out on September 15th out in Reading, Pennsylvania at the Reverb. A lot of exciting tours. Five Finger Death Punch is touring with Three Days Grace, Bad Wolves. Awesome tours coming around. So if you get your chance, ladies and gentlemen, go and get your tickets. And you still got the Knotfest Roadshow that's on tour, tour right now. Gojira, Behemoth, Volbeat, and the headliner themselves, Slipknot. If you haven't seen that tour, get your tickets now. The tour's coming to an end. But I guarantee you, you'll have a great time. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys. The listeners, the non-listeners, I appreciate you all. I appreciate the support. And this is a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to continuing down this road. I'm looking forward to continuing this journey. This fun journey that I'm on with this show. So until next week, ladies and gentlemen. You have a great week. Have a great weekend. Have a great holiday. Got the holiday coming up on Monday. And I'll talk to you guys. Well, speak to you guys through this podcast next week. And if you have any questions or concerns, hit me up on the social media at MetalCoreMike on Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash MetalCoreMike. Hit me up on Snapchat at MetalCoreMike86. I got the Instagram and the, and the Twitter. Instagram and Twitter at MetalCoreMike. Hit me up. You got any questions, concerns? You want to give your feedback, negative or positive? Hit me up. You can speak to me. You want to give me positive feedback, I'm looking all for it. You want to give me negative feedback, I'm looking all for it. Why? Because this platform that we are on today, I'm happy to be on it. And I want to make it better for those who want to listen to the show. And I want to make it a little more enjoyable. So please, by all means, hit me up and let me know what you guys think. Or if you just need somebody to speak to, I'm open. My, my message is always open. My phone, my device that I, that I yeah you well, obviously my cell phone is always on. Hit me up. We can talk. But until then, have a great rest of your week. It is Thursday, August 29th, so we only got Friday left, and then we got the weekend. My daughter's super excited. I'm taking her to go see her favorite, one of her favorite groups. Why don't we? Spent $400 on front row tickets, so she's super excited. And honestly, like I said, I'm into that type of music too, so I'm kind of excited for this show. I am. I'm excited to see what these... These guys do. We've seen them back in April of 2018. They were amazing. I felt so bad for my daughter because it took us so long to get there because I had to get out of work, go home, change, pick her up, drive out to Philadelphia, which is about 45, 50 minutes away, then get parking, then stand in line and wait to get into the show. But she still had a great time, even though she couldn't see anything that was on stage. But I made sure this time she would be able to see them. Third row, on the floor, in the pit area. I made sure of that. So you guys enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the first part of your week next week. Enjoy the holidays. And I will catch you guys next Thursday night. Right here on the Metalcore More Podcast.